Hey, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. One more time, we're in Ephesians chapter 4. And as I've shared with you in the previous days, Ephesians 4 is a great checklist for us as Christ followers with really some things that challenge us in our lives. Today, I want to talk about words. You know, we hear today that words are cheap. Words may be cheap, but they're not unimportant. In fact, when Jesus talked about the judgment, he said, on the day of judgment, we're going to give an account for the words that we've said. So as we close out this wonderful chapter from Ephesians, uh, the last verses really speak to us about how we talk to people as Christ followers. So let me read the verse to you, and then we'll just kind of talk about it for a few moments. The Bible says, do not let any, and that's an interesting word there, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Well, the word unwholesome there means um, unhelpful. And probably the best way of saying it is don't let any minus words come out of your mouth. What's interesting to me is the Bible doesn't say have more plus words than minus words. It just says don't let any minus words come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Well, I've already hinted at, to me, what is the primary thought here. Several years ago, I felt like the Holy Spirit taught me something powerful about this verse. And that is there are minus talkers and plus talkers. And just so that you'll understand what I mean. I'm sure you know people that the moment you see them, you get excited and happy because you know every time, every time they talk to you, you feel like you've been given a gift. It's like they brought you something. I mean, the moment I say that, I start thinking about some people in my life that I know every time I'm going to hear from them, I'm going to, be, I'm going to feel like I've been given a present. Unfortunately, there are probably a few more people that we know in this other category that every time we see them coming, we dread them because every time they talk to us, we're going to feel like something's been stolen from us, something's been taken away. And I felt like the Holy Spirit taught me back then that there are plus talkers and minus talkers. There, there are talkers that add, that bring benefit, and then there are talkers that, that uh, bring pain and difficulty. So what the scripture is telling us here is as Christ followers, we're never to be minus talkers. In other words, we're never to say things that take away from people. Um, just to make this real practical, there are people that are critical, there are people that are put-down artists, there are people who are sarcastic, and unfortunately, that's even in the Christian community. In fact, today, a big source of humor is in the put-down or in the sarcasm. Well, that, that may fit the world we live in in 2020, but it's not fitting for a Christ follower because the Bible says, don't let any minus talk come out of your mouth. But only what is, look at this, helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Now, I, I, there, there are, there's a whole lot of discussion that can be made about those, uh, those two little statements there. But the first thing that comes to me is simply this. If the Bible says I'm, I'm to build others up according to their needs, it means that people around me need my plus talking. I'm going to see people every day of my life who need my encouragement. They need my building up. They may be walking around with pain. So whenever you think about the people in your world today, and especially starting at the home, because that's probably one of our biggest challenges, but everyone that we talk to today needs help. Everyone needs building up. Now, by that, I don't mean flattery. I'm just saying, saying the things that build people up. 
plus talking. And then the second part of that verse says it may benefit those who listen. We recognize that we have the power to actually enhance the lives of others through what we say. So today I want to challenge us to be plus talkers, to be those people that bring grace. That's what the Bible talks about. The Bible says in order that we may minister grace or bring grace to those who hear. I'm not a young man anymore. I'm, I've lived a lot of my life. And when I think about the way my life has been impacted, I tend to go back to moments in my life where someone said something to me that changed my life in a positive way. Now, certainly we can do the opposite. We can look at pain that's in our lives today that may go back to something negative that someone said to us when we were very small. I mean, I've, I've talked to people who, you know, 50, 60 years old, and they still snag on to what an adult, maybe a parent said in their lives when they were young, you know, that you're fat or you're stupid or you're slow or you're ugly or you're never going to amount to anything. So all of us know what it's like to have had painful things said to us that impacted us negatively. But I want us to set that aside for a moment and think about things that have been said to us that changed our lives in a positive way. I've used this illustration before, but you guys, if you're new springers, you know what I do. Almost every week I step out on stage and I talk to people. I, I talk to live audiences. I'm talking on television cameras. I, I speak publicly in my life here at New Spring and then really all around the country. You might find this hard to believe, but when I was a kid, I was extremely shy. And the thing I feared most was talking publicly. I remember a moment, an experience that I had as I was going into the eighth grade. I um, had to select the courses that I was going to be taking. Now, most of them were selected for me. They were basic curriculum. But for the first time in my life, I was given the opportunity to select electives. There were courses that I could pick, two. And I picked one, I picked band because I'm musical, but I was trying to figure out what to do with that second course. I have to tell you, I was so shy that I went in to order a hamburger and I couldn't even stammer out what I wanted. I was so embarrassed, I had a hard time telling the person behind the counter that I wanted a hamburger and a Coke. And I remember looking at that list of electives and one of them was speech. And I thought to myself, a person who can't order a hamburger and a Coke needs to take speech. So I did. Going into the eighth grade at Forest Oak Middle School in Fort Worth, I walked into a speech class absolutely terrified. Some of you have been there, you know what I mean. So the first day of class, my teacher, Mrs. Williams, who, by the way, was the wife of a doctoral, doctoral student at Southwestern Seminary. She was a future pastor's wife. She said to our class, all of you are going to give a speech this week. She said, I want you to write the story of your life and then read it, and that'll be your first speech. Well, I don't know how you write the story of your life when you're going into the eighth grade. You really don't have that much story to write, but all of us did. I remember the day that the class was going to begin giving their speeches. Mrs. Williams gave the class an opportunity to volunteer. I certainly didn't do that. So the first day came and went, and we didn't get through all the speeches, and I was still sitting on mine. The second day came and went, and I still didn't have to speak because I didn't volunteer. But the third day, there were only a handful of us left, and I knew I was going to have to give my speech. 
I still remember to this day, I crumpled it up and wadded it up and then uncrumpled it, wadded it up. I did it several times. So when I held that speech that day, my paper was thoroughly crinkled. But I remember I stood up to give my speech and I read the speech that I'd written for my first speech in speech class. I got through reading and Mrs. Williams paused and looked at me while I was still standing. She was the one to throw around compliments. I learned that early. And she looked at me, paused, and said, Mark, you're good. That one simple statement changed the trajectory of my life. Because I didn't think I was good. I had no idea I was good at speaking. Did you know I would take speech for the rest of my time in high school? I took it to eighth grade, ninth grade, all the way through high school. And by the time I graduated, I was a successful forensics and debater, forensic speaker and debater in the state of Texas. And you know what I've done with my life because of what God ultimately had for me to do. I often wonder if it would have started if someone hadn't told me something about me that I couldn't see myself. Maybe this morning, or whenever you're watching this today, I wonder how many of us will understand that we have a treasure trove of gifts to give other people. Not flattery. But I'm talking about what do we have to say that builds somebody up? It's easy to tear down. It's easy to cut someone down. It's easy to blame someone. It's easy to be critical. Lord knows in our age where so much humor is sarcasm, it's easy to be sarcastic. We can cut people down and cut them to ribbons. But not if we're Christ followers. Because you see, when Jesus talked, he said things that built people up. So today, as we talk about words, let's go over the verse one more time. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. I say that for right now. You see, when I say something cutting and harmful to Mary Alice, the Holy Spirit of God it's just doing this. I want to make sure that I don't grieve God. I want God to look down from heaven and say, that's what I saved him for. That's what I changed him for. I changed him to make a difference in people's lives with the words that we speak. Father God, today as we pray, we think about what the psalmist said when he wrote in the Psalms, Lord, set a guard over my mouth. Set a watch over my mouth that I don't say something that will be hurtful to someone else. But help me to say those things today that invest in the lives of others. For those of us who have family, Lord, help us to start at home. Help us to start, those of us who are married, with our spouse. For those of us who have kids, with our kids. And then, Father, I pray that from out of that home of grace, we will walk out into a world that desperately needs encouragement and building up and help us to say those things that Jesus would say to them. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. We'll see you again tomorrow. And until then, may God bless you and watch over you.